Welcome to the Let's Remember This podcast where we're taking time to slow down, sit down, and spend time in scripture. So wherever you're at, wherever you're listening, I encourage you grab a pen, grab your Bible, a notebook, and let's not only read scripture, but let's ask the Holy Spirit to speak and let's remember this. All right, so here we are on yet another day, day four of diving into Galatians. And wow, today's verses are a lot. I read them and at first I'm like, wow, this is speaking to me. I get it. And then I felt like the Holy Spirit just revealed something totally different. So if you haven't yet, um, if you follow me on Instagram, just Abby Sawchuk, that's my name. I posted a reading plan there that I'll be going through for the rest of this week. And I'm hoping to do that like every Monday. Um, if I'm technological enough or figured out, I could probably post it somewhere here on this podcast as well, but we'll see if we get there. Um, but we're going to be reading again through Galatians 1, 1 through 10, but I also just wanted to add this this morning or this afternoon, whenever you're listening, that I've also been recording videos. I'm kind of experimenting a little bit. I know some people like to see faces and be a little more personal. So if that's you, that you can go to my YouTube. It's just my name right now, Abby Sawchuk. And that's in the title of the podcast. So if you're like, how the heck do I spell that? Took me years too. It's okay. Um, But you can find that there. And if you would like to, if you're like, yeah, I'd like to see your face, see where you're recording every day. It's probably going to change most days. Um, But this morning, recording from my living room. Yesterday, it was our office. The day before, it was my church office. So you'll just get to see a little behind the scenes. So you can do that. You can find me on YouTube and watch the videos as well if you'd like to do that. Okay, so here we are. It's time to just sit back, breathe deep, time to slow down and spend a few moments in scripture. So would you just open up your hearts and ask the Holy Spirit to speak as I read from Galatians 1, 1 through 10. Paul, an apostle, not from men nor through man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead and all the brothers who are with me, to the churches of Galatia, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel, not that there is another one, but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you received, let him be accursed. For am I now seeking the approval of man, or am I still trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Holy Spirit, we ask that wherever our ears are hearing this, that you would give us hearts to also receive the words that we are hearing. God, would you just speak so specifically to us the things that you want us to hear today so that we don't only hear it, but would you help us to remember it? We ask this in your name. Amen. 
Okay, so as I was first reading these verses today, and I'd be curious to know for you, like, what are those things that you're hearing that are standing out? Um, I wanted to read the verses six through nine just a few more times because that's really what we're going to be focusing in on. And yes, I already regret doing so many verses in one sitting, but I was just excited. And then I'm like, oh, that was a lot. But six through nine. So I'm going to read in the NASB, which I mentioned, this is the translation I usually use to study kind of word for word. And it says, I'm amazed that you are so quickly deserting him who called you by the grace of Christ for a different gospel, which is really not another. Only there are some who are disturbing you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to what we have preached to you, he is to be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if any man is preaching to you a gospel contrary to what you received, he is to be accursed. And that NIV says, I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you to live in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel which is really no gospel at all. Evidently, some people are throwing you into confusion and are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we are an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel other than the one we preach to you, let them be under God's curse. As we have already said, so now I say again, if anybody is preaching to you a gospel other than what you accepted, let them be under God's curse. Okay, so there were a lot of words that I was drawn to, and I wanted to see other translations, what they said. So in the ESV, it says, you're so quickly deserting. In the NASV, it says, you're deserting. In NIV, it says, you are deserting the gospel. So the people were quickly deserting the gospel. And remember, this was a church that Paul, that he planted. This was a church that he planted. So Paul is writing today, to these people where he went and he planted the church. And now he's hearing this news that they're so quickly have deserted the gospel of Jesus Christ. They deserted the things that he had taught them, the, the, the ways, all of that. And so when he's saying these things, you're so quickly to deserting them. I can feel even the passion in his voice there, but he says for a different gospel. And this is where the translations get really interesting. So I'm reading again out of the ESV out of the NASB and the NIV. There we go. And I'm, I'm looking at the different words. So in one, he's saying, I'm amazed. The other, he's saying, I'm astonished, which that was a funny word to me in the NASB that he's saying, I'm amazed that you are so quickly deserting this gospel. And then it's saying that you are turning to a different gospel. And all the translations are saying that, but then it's saying some people who are disturbing you want to distort the gospel. But then in another translation, it says some people are throwing you into confusion and are trying to pervert the gospel. And then um, in another one, it is saying again, that their people are trying to distort the gospel. So those are kind of the words. People are trying to disturb it. People are trying to distort it. People are trying to throw you into confusion. So this is what's happening. These are the words that he's using to describe what is happening to the churches in Galatia. But I want to talk about the deserting part because he, that is in all translations, it's the same, that you are deserting. Like there's no other way to explain it other than you have turned away. You completely turned away from what you knew, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And when we think of this and we think of turning away, whenever you turn towards something, usually you're only fixed on what you're turning towards. But when you're turning towards something, you're also turning away from something else. You see, the churches of Galatia, they may not have been thinking when they were turning towards something new, that they were turning away from 
what they knew before, but that's exactly what they were doing. And that's exactly what we too can do in our own lives. When we are not constantly fixing our eyes on Jesus, the gospel, the good news, and all of a sudden we start looking in all these different directions and we start turning to these new things, what we're doing is in turning to what's ahead, we're also turning away from Jesus, the gospel that we know. So we have to be so cautious of where we fix our gaze, of the direction they're heading, we're heading, of the voices that we're letting influence our life. Because you see here, they were confused. Like they had Paul, the apostle of Christ Jesus, come plant their churches, come teach them. And now they're just confused. People came to distort it, which means to twist, to try and form and shape into something else. But here's what I really want to do is I wanted to break this down. Because I think when we keep saying the word, the gospel, the gospel, the gospel, the gospel, it sounds so holy and so spiritual. And, and it is, the gospel is holy. The gospel is spiritual and, and, and all of that. But it's kind of that like Christian language that we know, right? Like the gospel, you turned away from the gospel. You turned away from John three sixteen. God so loved the world and, and, and all of that. But gospel is translated to good news, the good news. So what the people were turning away from, what people were distorting and trying to confuse them with was all about the good news. So what Paul is saying here when he's saying, he's saying in, in these verses of, of telling them to be cautious of what they're listening to. And, and he's saying, I'm astonished you're so quickly turning away. Some people are throwing you into confusion. They're trying to pervert. Let's, tra- let's put that in, pervert the good news of Christ. But even if we or an angel preached to you, other good news, okay, instead of gospel, we're saying good news, other than the real good news that we preach to you, let them be under God's curse. As we have already said, so now I say again, if anybody is to preach you good news, other than what you accepted, let them be under God's curse. Do you see the difference when you just switch that gospel back to what it means of the good news? So Paul's saying, if even me, an apostle, like a pastor, someone teaching you, if I start to teach you any other good news that's not centered around the good news of Jesus Christ, the real good news, he's saying that's bad, right? He's saying, he's saying don't listen to that. He's saying, if any, if any angels in heaven start preaching to you a good news that is not Jesus Christ, don't listen to that. Have nothing to do with that. When I read that this morning and I started to focus in on the gospel being the good news, which is Jesus it shifted how I read and received the rest of this passage. When I started to think of how often I can start to to distort and try to form the good news into what I want it to be. How often I've heard or even received from people good things that aren't really the good news in its purest form, and instead they're trying to, to form it into something else. When we think about it that way, and we think about all the good things that are thrown our way that we can be quickly to turn to, we realize that, at least for me in my heart, I too can be like the churches of Galatia, where I want to confuse what the good news really is. And so, as we're looking at the good news being Jesus, as we're looking at the reality that Paul's saying here, where he's saying there's really no other good news except for Jesus. Like the only gospel is the gospel of Jesus Christ. So we might think when we're turning towards, you know, the, the new things in our life and even these new theologies and, and these new, you know, things that we're believing, they might sound good. They might even for a moment be good. They might make us feel good, but nothing is good news except for Jesus Christ. Anything that is not Jesus is not good news 
for us. It might feel like for a minute, if we turn in that direction, it's going to be good. But in doing that, we're turning away from the real good news. And only the good news of Jesus is going to lead us to true goodness, to true goodness for all of eternity. And so this is what I felt like the Lord wanted me to remember today, that there might be other things that come and make me feel good, but it's really Jesus who is good, that the words that that he speaks are good and they lead to goodness. But when I turn away and I turn towards other things, I start to forget his goodness. When I create too much space in my life and distance from the word of God and being with Jesus, I forget what he said and that it's his words, his gospel, his good news that will lead me to goodness through Jesus Christ. And so as you go throughout your days, as you, we read this passage again, I want you to hear that word gospel is the good news. And to remember that although there might be other things that come and they feel good and they taste good and they seem good, that Jesus is the good news, that Jesus is the goodness, that Jesus is all things good and will lead us to all things good. Jesus is the only true gospel, the only true good thing. So let's not just hear those words today, but let's remember it. And I'm going to read this passage one more time over you. Galatians 1, 1 through 10. Paul, an apostle, not from men nor through man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead and all the brothers who are with me to the churches of Galatia. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Not that there is another one, but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you received, let him be accursed. For am I now seeking the approval of man, men or of God? Or am I still trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Lord, we thank you for your word today. God, we thank you for your good news. And I pray that we would all feel your good news today. God, would we see your goodness? Would we turn towards your goodness and not away from it? Would we, we be aware of the different ways that people are trying to distort it, that even in our own hearts, in our own selfishness, that we're trying to distort the good news, that we're trying to, to form it into something that it's not? Would you help us to be aware of that, God? And would you help us to turn towards you and remember that you are the true gospel, the good news? In your precious name we pray, amen.